This call is being recorded. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Breakthrough. This is Royal Princess, the finisher, and I'm your guru this morning. Who's on the line? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who's that? Thank you for calling in this morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Word Princess, the finisher, and I'm the greeter. What's that? Good morning, Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. How are you? I am doing well. I hear you are doing well also. A lot, lot better. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. It's not quite there yet, but it's almost right there yet now, so... It, it will be disclaimed. Oh, I am. I am. And <laughs> and I'm telling you, I get down there and I rebuke that devil every morning, tell him to get out of the way. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes, and thank you for your prayers. <clears throat> oh, you're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. My name is God. I do morning. Good morning, Yvonne. Thank you for calling in. You have a great day also. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Kiana. Good morning, Karen. Thanks for calling in. You have a great day. You as well. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is the World Press to Finish, and I'm your career this morning. Anyone on the call like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. Anyone call back to say good morning? Who was that? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? This is Sister Veronica. Hi. Good morning, Sister Veronica. I'm doing well. And you? I'm doing great. I'm alive again. Amen. Amen. Another chance. Another chance to do it right. That's right. That's right. You have an awesome day, okay? Oh, thank you. You do the same. Thank you. 
Anyone else on the call like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Willis Princess the Finisher, and I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone on the call ready to say good morning? Good morning. It's Pretty Patrice. Good morning, Warrior Princess. Hey, good morning, Pretty Patrice. Thanks for calling in this morning. You have an awesome day. Thank you. You do the same. Thank you. Hey, you good Hi, good morning, everybody. Mona, hi. Hey, no, 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 no problem. Uh, good morning, Mona. Thanks for calling in. Oh, yeah. Have a great day. You too. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning, family. It's Kenya. Good morning, Kenya. Thanks for calling in this morning. Of course, have a good day. You too. Good morning, Shonda. Hi, good morning, Shonda. How are you this morning? I am doing well, and you? Okay, thank you. Oh, awesome, awesome. Have a great day. You too, thank you. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning, this is Diane. Good morning, Diane. All is well? All is well. Amen, amen. You have an awesome day. You too. Love you. Love you too. Any other pictures like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Reiki. This is World Princess of Finisher, and I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone on the call like to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and get started. Okay, it's time to move on to the next segment of the call. Before we move forward, we ask you to mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello, my name is Tarina, a.k.a. World Princess Definition, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to join us this whole month of July for a whole pack, whole bunch of power pack individual and unique messages from all of our wonderful guests to declare. You don't want to miss what will be coming out of the bag because you are in for a big blessing. There are two announcements today. Please join us for TNT Bible Study with Pastor LaBelle Jones 
tonight right here on this call from 7 to 8 p.m. Pacific time. Second, if you have been blessed by the call and would like to sow into it, please visit declarevictory.org or paypal.me forward slash declarevictory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father are returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There is no prayer request from the app. The order of the call is the declaration will be by Timothy Alexander White. Praying and corporate praise will be by Angela. Then we go right into closing comments hosted by Declare. I repeat, declaration will be by Timothy Alexander White. Praying and corporate praise be by Angela. Then we go right into closing comments hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is Hebrews 11.6. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. And we instruct you we instructed to come off mute. And I now pass the call over to Alexander White. Have a blessed and wonderful day, everyone. Timothy, are you there? Timothy, if you're there, we cannot hear you. And if he's not, no worries. I'm here. Amen. Uh, if he happens to jump on in the next few moments, we will pass the call to him. Otherwise, um, I will just continue as if it were Wednesday. <laughs> Amen. Amen and amen and amen. Thank you, Tarina, for your hosting and your greeting. Um, we appreciate you. I appreciate you for always being willing to serve. Um, I love the Holy Ghost. He is amazing. Um, I was I was actually uh getting things prepared for the radio and the Lord gave me something very specific. And so I trust that uh, this is ordained by God. Amen and amen. Um, I wanted to say uh, thank you for yesterday and Lavina and honey, her blue flame and invoking praise and the spirit of exhortation that rested on the line on yesterday. I thank God for um, Minister Jerry and for ushering us into uh, the deep things of uh, prayer and just allowing herself to be used mightily by God on yesterday. And um, it is also a perfect time for me to convey to each of you um, that God is doing something new in this season. I'm just grateful 
um, to be connected and to be in tune in the process. And while I hadn't prepared anything, the word of God says, be also ready at all times. And so I thank God for, um, for a study life. And I thank God that um, he doesn't leave any stone unturned in our lives. And right before I move forward, by chance, Tim, have you jumped on the line? I don't want to uh, take away an opportunity for him to share if, of course, he's prepared. Amen. All right. So I shall continue. Um, I have shared before on several different occasions that I listen to a podcast daily. It is called Daily Audio Bible. Um, I'm an extremely auditory learner. And so for me, uh, the word of God says faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. And just so happened that uh, I listened to the podcast uh, prior to the call and the Lord had impressed upon me that it is extremely important for us when given an opportunity uh, to walk someone into the kingdom of God that we know how to do it. Um, and to be very honest, for many years, I wasn't uh, quite sure um, what scriptures or what format or what the process was. And, and we sit in church Sunday after Sunday and we hear things over and over again, but it doesn't necessarily know uh, mean that we know how to execute them. Um, so before the call ends, I'm going to walk you through um, the key of discipleship, uh, the key of discipleship and, and really um being able to share with someone your faith effectively in such a way that if, in fact, they say they would love to be a part of the family of God, that you would have the necessary tools and resources uh, just to be able to walk them through the sinner's prayer and the prayer of salvation, um, and then uh, be able to demonstrate not just with your opinion, but based upon the word, there are a couple of things that uh, I'm going to share today just to kind of solidify uh, that that you're sure of your salvation, <clears throat> that, that you are confident in what it is that uh, you say you believe. Uh, unfortunately, um, I think because of, of culture and traditions and customs, a lot of times, especially as it relates to the Old Testament um, and the Old Testament being necessary and, and relevant and pertinent because it is the thing that exposes us to our sin um, in an effort that we recognize without a shadow of a doubt that there's nothing we can do. Um, to obtain salvation will never be good enough, uh, will never be perfect enough, will never be right enough. However, um, the truth is that we are saved by grace through faith. And so um, I'm in Romans, the third chapter this morning, the third chapter, the 21st verse. And I'm going to read um, a little bit of length just so that you have a foundation. Again, that's Romans 3 and 21. But now apart from the law, 
the righteousness of God has been made known, to which the law and the prophets testify. The righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of his blood to be received by faith. He did this to demonstrate his righteousness because in his forbearance, he had left the sin committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. Where then is boasting? It is excluded. Because of what law? The law that requires works. No, but of the law that requires faith. For we maintain that a person is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. Or is God the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of Gentiles also? Yes, of Gentiles too. Since there is only one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through that same faith, do we then nullify the law by this faith? Not at all. Rather, we uphold the law. Um, and may the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his word. Um, that simply says that, listen, the law that was Moses' law was in place specifically um, because the Holy Spirit, Jesus, had not come just yet to demonstrate what it looked like to be a believer. Um, we have uh, so many testimonies of Abraham and his faith. And if you continue reading in Romans, the fourth chapter, um, it begins to talk about blessed are those whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed are those whose sin the Lord will never count against them. Um, is the blessedness only for the circumcised, which means that once upon a time, uh, the privilege was for one set of people. But because Jesus came and was the atonement for sin in and of itself, now we, that means you and me, we'd be considered Gentiles. We'd be considered outside of those that were the privileged set, the Jews, um, the children of Israel. Now we have access, the very same access to the liberty that Jesus presented when he died on the Christ. We are now adopted into the royal family and now walk in the same authority that those who the law 
considered part of the covenantal plan. Um, and again, that was before Jesus came. That was in times past when the law was the only thing that they had to go by, which was Moses's law. Um, it was not what Jesus put in place, but it was the law of Moses to govern the people and to keep some type of order and some type of structure. But then Jesus came and fulfilled the law. So everything that was covered under that pastime is now abolished and made whole and complete because Jesus came, hung, bled, and died for you and for me so that we'd all have access to the same liberty, to the same freedom, to the same uh, set of circumstances that those that obey him come into covenant and or agreement with him and then begin to walk in accordance to the law of grace and faith. Um, I used to try to figure out how to be good enough. I used to try to um, perhaps, quote unquote, work my way in to the kingdom, considering the only exposure we had. And if you went to a hellfire and brimstone church, honey, listen, you talking about frustrated trying to keep up with what to do and how to do it and don't do this and don't do that and wear this and don't wear that and uh, save girls don't wear earrings. They wear dresses down to the floor that hitch up just as fast as my pants would come down if I had them on. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I'm just so grateful uh, that we are only justified by how we believe. Remember last week I asked you, what do you believe? Um, unfortunately, our exposure at times uh, makes it appear impossible uh, to be believers. It makes it appear uh, like it's just not doable, which is why so many people make a decision. I'm not going to fool with this whole Jesus ordeal, period, because I don't have the capacity or the ability to be good enough. Have you ever been there? Have you ever in your mind contemplated, well, I may as well just give up now because I don't have what it takes to walk into the things of the kingdom. I mean, uh, I'm not uh, completely disciplined. Uh, I smoke a little weed. Every now and then I blow it and I, I fornicate. Uh, sometimes I lie to keep myself out of circumstances. If I'm in a, as my grandmother would say, if I'm in a tight, I might steal a little something to make ends meet. Now, am I saying any of that is cool to do? Absolutely not. But what I want to say is, um, I love the fact that Jesus gives us space and opportunity um, that if we are still in the process of trying to correct our own errors, of trying to fix our own circumstances, of trying to align ourselves with who Jesus says he is um, by our own strength, we are setting ourselves up for complete and total failure. The truth is, nothing that you do will change what Jesus did. Nothing that you do 
will change why Jesus came. I did not come to condemn the world, right? But I ca he came to fulfill the law. That means that everything that the law covered, all your stuff, all your junk, all your mess, all your bad habits, all your tendencies, all your um, habits, every single thing that you might be struggling to correct by being good, Jesus came to completely abolish all of that, to let you know, listen, all you have to do is believe in me. All you have to do is hearken unto the voice of the Lord, your God, and I'll teach you how to live. However, the salvation that I provide was provided through the sacrifice or the atonement. I paid for all the stuff that you've done. I paid for all the stuff that you're going to do after you know that I came to abolish it. The moment you recognize that you are covered based upon his sacrifice, something happens in your mind that reminds you, and this is if in fact you have relationship with Jesus. I'm not talking about relationship with church attendance. I'm not talking about feeding homeless. I'm not talking about uh, going to visit the sick. I'm not talking about uh, making provision uh, for people if in fact you are a giver. I'm talking about your heart condition. I'm talking about the posture and the position of the heart that God gave you to make a choice with. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Every single set of circumstances that we deal with, even the actions that we operate in, are based upon what we believe. Everything we believe dictates how we behave. It took me a minute to understand that I am a daughter of the Father. I'm a daughter of the Most High King, that I'm a joint heir with Jesus. And in doing so, I was still attempting to correct myself. When I started to wrap my mind around the fact that I have a helper, which is the paraclete or the Holy Spirit, and all I have to do, so get this, whatever you feed most grows fastest. Whatever you feed most grows fastest. The strong man or the will, um, your will and your desires are based upon your appetite. Your appetite is established based upon your five sensory perceptors. Your five sensory perceptors based upon how you uh, manage them, how you are uh, empowered to manage them will determine every single outcome. They will determine how fast you adopt a thought as your own and then begin to implement, implement a behavior based upon whether or not you capture the thought. 
Uh, when you start to read the word of God and understand the access to the power that you have on the inside of you, you begin to change your mind about how you process your information, right? And so again, and I'm going to speak to fatherless children right now. I'm going to speak to what, what, uh, modern day people call the bastards of society. And yes, I said it. Um, you are no longer considered that when you are adopted into the kingdom because you now have a father, right? So again, keeping in mind that your salvation is based on grace and grace alone, coupled with faith and faith fulfilled. When you start to uh, service, and I'll say it like this, the altar of your heart, um, the incense being your prayer relationship, which then now allows God to begin to speak into you, right? Allows God to supercharge the Holy Spirit. The word of God is like a superpower, I'm going to say it like that. I think I can, uh, because the truth is that that's what it is. You have within you the power to overcome any and every single set of circumstances that you face based upon what the word of God says for your life. You have the ability to change your mind mid-course I'm going to give you an example. Um, I'm probably going to make you guys laugh too because I play too much. And it's early in the morning, but I feel great. Listen, when I moved to Atlanta, um, I knew that things were changing in my life. Uh, I knew that there were some things, some decisions that I would have to make uh, based upon what I asked the Lord to do in my life. Uh, I asked him to teach me how to live the life of abundance that he promised. I mean, at the time, to be very honest, I don't know that I knew what I was asking for. Um, I didn't know that it re would require that everything that was familiar to me uh, would have to die in an effort to uh, unlearn old habits, old behaviors, old thought processes, old patterns in an effort to adopt a kingdom mentality. Um, I had to understand that I was now dead to sin, but alive to Christ, right? So now, now I'm empowered based upon what the word of God says, right? Um, I'm empowered to overcome the obstacles. And so uh, I remember I met this, this man, child, he was fine, right? He was a, a semi-pro boxer. And Atlanta is a little bit different than here. And I remember going uh, to visit him. And uh, unfortunately, at that time, I, I still was not confident enough in what I said I believed to just not have gone, <laughs> right? Because that's at the end of the day, child, sugar. I should have stayed myself at home. And um, no different than when you are still in the world and, and operating in um, cultural and societal norm behavior. Um, you know, we 
did a little bit too much. Of course, it was not over the over the the boundary. However, let me tell you something. I could feel the Holy Spirit becoming uncomfortable on the inside of me because at that time I had the Holy Ghost. Um, but I was still learning how to act it out. I was still learning how to um, put in place measures and things to keep myself out of harm's way. I was still foolish in a sense. And I remember um, I could feel the intensity of the pressure of the attack because that's all it was. I put myself in a place um, where I had to defend myself as opposed to keeping myself out of harm's way from making a bad decision based upon what I believed about me at the time. And I will never forget, I got a little too uncomfortable. And honey, I got up. Um, he tried to take my shoe off, I'll never forget. And I had on a, a cowboy boot. I was holding the top of the cowboy boot and he was pulling the heel of it. I got a hold of my boot, pulled it up on my foot, picked up my purse, grabbed my keys, and I took off running. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Do you see it in your mind? Honey, I took off running. My heart was beating like I had been chased by a big whole entire uh, pit bull child. I was mortified. And I remember getting into the car saying to myself, I escaped, right? And you know, you'll hear grandma Nim saying, the Lord will make a way of escape for you. And it was in that moment um, that even the way I felt about how I dated changed. That was in about, that was about eight years ago. Imagine that, right? And I've been doing this thing for a while. Um, maybe not eight, I'm lying. Not eight years ago, it was in, well, no, almost 10 years ago. Um, and I remember that I had um, a real serious conversation with myself because the truth is that when you have people around you that are not believers, when you are surrounded with people who don't live a life that is geared toward moving into righteousness, and again, we only obtain righteousness through grace by faith, um, you have to reposition yourself, right? So you, you have to start employing some things that will keep you in proper posture, um, at all times. And you have to govern yourself based upon what you want the end result to be. Right. Um, and so, so you get to a place where you understand where uh, Romans, the sixth chapter uh, talks about us being slaves to righteousness, right? Righteousness is then a part of our process. There's a sanctification process. Then there's a purification process. And then you walk into um, being transformed, right? You walk into the whole uh, conversion process. And, and I'm going to be honest. For some people, that's a lengthy process. Um, for other people, 
maybe not so much. But if, in fact, you've lived your life kind of the way you wanted to for a, a, a length of time, you're going to have to go through um, some different processes to get your mind right, so to speak. So I'm, I'm going to read this for you. Uh, 6 and 15. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? By no means. Don't you know that when you offer yourself to someone as obedient slaves, which leads to death or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. But thanks be to God that though you used to be slaves to sin, you have come to obey from your heart the pattern of teaching that was now claimed your allegiance. Right. So now you get to a place where your heart recognizes that I could do this, but because of grace. Right. So so I talked about grace before and how that grace empowers us to take the the sting, the power from the enemy and walk in righteousness because we have the power to choose. I said once before, now I could do whatever I want to. The reality is that I have knowledge of who Christ is, right? I know that every single thing he did on the cross covers every single thing that I've done or will do. However, I don't want to employ grace and and then not only that, but I don't want to frustrate the grace of God on my life. So I make active decisions to obey him, not because grace is in place, but because my heart's desire is to see Jesus and to live a life of abundance because he promised that I had access to it. Right. And so now what you do is you make a fool out of the devil because you're not doing things or making choices based upon the rule or the law of grace. You're making decisions based upon the fact that you love Jesus more than you love the thing that would keep you away from who Jesus is, that would separate you because that's all sin is. Sin is separation from God, right? Um. You have been set free from sin and he have now become slaves to righteousness. I'm using this example from everyday life because of your human limitations. So again, remember that I said, I'm trying to use human restraint when in reality, what I needed to employ was wisdom. Wisdom will keep you in a position that you don't have to get up holding on to your boot child, running out the door with your purse and your keys, uh, dropping your, your things with your heart beating fast for absolutely no reason. Wisdom would have told me uh, had I employed it at that moment, that there was absolutely no reason for me to go to his house, period, because we weren't even dealing with one another like that. Wisdom would have kept me safe. But here I am trying to practice discipline unnecessarily. Child, listen, it's some stuff. I'm just, I ain't doing that. I'm not going over there. And don't call me at XYZ time. Today, I have the wherewithal to know that, not because I don't have a, a fleshly desires, not because my mind doesn't operate low down sometimes because it does. However, today I have wisdom enough to activate uh, the authority that I've 
I've been given uh, casting down every high thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of Christ. I know how to pray even um, thoughts away in such a way now that when a thought comes, I make a decision of if that's my thought or not. I'm I, Yeah, I ain't got time. Honey, shut up. We ain't thinking about none of that. You could go on, right? Um, when you were slaves to sin, uh, you were free from the control of righteousness. See, and, and when we hear the word control, uh, for folks that are not believers, that, that don't have relationship with Jesus, they would say, well, why do you need to be controlled? I don't. Um, I am governed. However, I have a my portion of self-control. I know what's okay for me to do. I know where it's okay for me to go and not today, but I had to learn that. I had to unlearn uh, what I tried to manage in my human ability. And of course, six through 15 through what, 15 through 23 will tell you, listen, your human ability does not have the power to keep you safe, but it is what dwells on the inside, right? So get this. Um, just as you, you used to offer yourself as slaves to impurity, and to ever increasing wickedness, get this. So now offer yourselves as a slave to righteousness, lending to holiness. When you were slaves to sin, you were free from the control of righteousness. What benefit did you reap at that time from the things you are now ashamed of? Get that. That's game, right? Those things result in death. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the benefit you reap leads to holiness and the result is eternal life for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord It is fly uh, that you now have been given permission um, to make good choices. Right. As opposed to operating any old kind of way in an effort to have something later to be bound with. That's all sin does. Sin gives you, uh, empowers you to tie yourself up. Honey, that's slow. <laughs> sin empowers you to go get you some change from Home Depot, sugar and a, a um. <laughs> and a combination lock and then hand the combination to the devil <laughs> and just be like, you could just make a fool out of me, honey. And then I'm walking around in all kind of guilt and shame. I can't get a prayer through because I can't even think long enough to pray accurately because I'm worrying about what I did yesterday. Listen, that is for zoo animals. <laughs> Listen, okay, so I'm, I'm going to read just a little bit more because it's it's the word that looses you. It's the word that changes you. It's the word that helps you to know who you are and walks you into kingdom living. And I did not forget that I'm going to teach you how to walk someone into salvation, but I'm going to do it on the other side because I want you to stick around. But I'm going to read this for you. Uh, uh Romans, the seventh chapter. Do you not know, brothers and sisters, for I'm speaking to those who know the law, that the law has authority over someone as long as a person lives. For example, by law, 
a married woman is bound to her husband as long as he's alive. But if her husband dies, she is released from the law that binds her to him. So then, if she has sexual relationships with another man while her husband is still alive, she is called an adulteress. But if her husband dies, she is released from that law and is not an adulteress if she marries another man. So my brothers and sisters, you also died to the law uh, through the body of Christ that you might belong to another, to him who has raised from the dead in order that we might bear fruit of God. For when we were in the realm of the flesh, the sinful passion aroused by the law were at work in us. I'm going to say that again. For when we were in the realm, remember I said we live in realms and dispensations. When we were in the realm of the flesh, the sinful passions aroused by the law were at work in us so that we bore fruit of death. Those are the things that uh, when you start looking at your hands and your fingers and your toes, and you might need some toothpicks to count how many infractions you've made upon yourself, not just against God, because Jesus came to abolish all of that so that you're not bound to the history of your yesterday, but that today you could walk into being fruitful in kingdom. But now by dying uh, to what once bound us, we have been released from the law so that we serve in a new way of the spirit and not of the old way written in the code. That's past tense. That's the Old Testament. That's the law. But now we are under the law of grace, which then lets us know that we're dead to the old law. We're dead to the old relationships. We're dead to the trying to do works and prove it. We're dead to trying to impress people. We're dead to uh, making a fool of ourselves by making bad choices, but we are now alive and we serve in a new way, a way of the spirit. That's what the Holy Spirit empowers each and every one of us to do, right? And so you get to a certain point where you don't just guess what the word says based upon <clears throat> what a pastor said on a Sunday morning, but you actually empower uh, the spirit of God that lives richly on the inside of you to be free to move around to be free, to um, help you to see things clearly, because now you are feeding and empowering yourself with the doctrine of the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's the gospel of grace. That grace is here and working on your behalf to pull you from a place of bondage, to pull you uh, into a new uh, bond servant mindset, but not like slave mentality, right? It's the difference between prosperity and poverty. It's the difference between uh, life and death. It's the difference between lack and abundance. And when you start to understand what you actually have access to, you start to move very differently. You start to expect things very differently, right? You start to anticipate that um, there is hope for me. I know I have blown it for years and years and years, but finally I get it that even though I blew it then, 
I can make an active decision now to employ the Holy Spirit to give me wisdom and to keep me clear and to to uh, to begin to cut away uh, the fleshly desires, to begin to move me out of my humanity and into my spirituality, because the reality is we are spiritual beings having a natural experience, but walking in kingdom living and kingdom conversion so much so uh, that we are afforded the very same rights and privileges, Greek, Gentile, everybody has access to this freedom that we now are empowered to walk in. Um, I'm going to stop right there and we'll go a little bit deeper on the other side as I prepare to pass the call. But Holy Spirit, I pray that you would begin uh, to touch the hearts and the minds of people that have empowered you to live through them today. I pray that you would begin to teach us how to live uh, as slaves to righteousness. Teach us how to live and to walk our lives out according to what the word of God says based upon the truth of grace. I pray that you would begin to empower us to believe, to have faith in God, knowing that he has the power to help us unlearn and walk in a new way, the way of the spirit, that we are not moved by our flesh, but that we're governed by the spirit of God that lives on the inside of us as I pass the call. Father, we give you praise, honor, and glory on this morning. Thank you, God. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your mercy and your goodness and your grace. Thank you, Father, for being omnipotent. Thank you for being the only one and wise God. Thank you for being the great I am. Thank you for being the beginning and the end. Father, we bless you and we praise you on this morning, God. Hallelujah. Oh, God, we we ask right now, God, that your word, Father, takes residence down in our soul, God. Hallelujah. Let your word, Father, fall on good ground, God. Hallelujah. Allow us to take this word on today, God. Let it turn over in our souls and let it manifest in our lives on today. Father, speak loud in our ears. Speak, God. Show us. Give us intricate details, God. Make it plain, God. Make it plain as if we're two years old, God. Father, we come to you as little children. Open up our eyes, God, and show us where we lean on flesh more than we lean on you. Show us, God, where we have not turned over, Father, our burdens and our cares that are not of you, God. These cares and burdens that we've picked up of this world to confuse us, God, to move us out of our position, to cause a distraction and a delay in us operating in the kingdom as you have called us to do. We were created for your glory. We were created to live and to work and to build this kingdom. We were created to live a blessed life. We were created for these things, God, but we want to carry the burdens of the Lord. Hallelujah. Those burdens will not wear us down, but they will keep us with tears running day and night. Hallelujah. Oh God, Father, praying and crying out to you for things of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Not operating from our flesh. Hallelujah. 
but operating from a spirit of righteousness, allowing you to cleanse us, allowing you to purify us. God, hallelujah. Oh God, you've given us gifts. Oh God, some of us you've called to offices, hallelujah, but it is on us to make us to purify our souls. You said to purify ourselves, to mortify our flesh. Purification is on us. God, we make a choice because we know that anything we focus our mind on, we can change. Thank you, God, for your love that will never, ever forsake us. Hallelujah. Lord, you've given us the power and the ability to choose. Thank you, Father, for a changed mind. Thank you for a mind to choose a change mind. Thank you, Father, for a mind to make a choice to abandon all, hallelujah, and to receive and embrace all of you, hallelujah. God, no, we do not want, hallelujah, these fleshy things to control us. We do not want the sin above your righteousness, oh God. We will not sin because we are under grace. So God, we are set free from sin. Hallelujah, Father. Wisdom speaks loud. Oh God, Father, allow us to make a choice to hear wisdom and to obey wisdom, God. Father, call us to cast every thought that exalts itself, hallelujah, above the knowledge of God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, we choose to our, for our minds to dwell on the inside, hallelujah. Oh God, Father, our minds, let it dwell on the inside with your word that sits on the inside of us, God, not externally on the fleshy things we see, but let our minds, Father, take rest in your word, God. Let our minds take rest, hallelujah, Father, as you take dominion in our souls, hallelujah. We give you glory on today. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the power, your power that rests in us, hallelujah, Father. Again, we know, hallelujah, Anything we focus our mind on, we can change. Hallelujah. Thank you for your word that comes and changes. Thank you for a mind to turn, God. Hallelujah. We hear your word on this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, God, let us not just be hearers only, but doers of the word. Hallelujah. Let us make that choice to receive your word and allow it to turn Father, and to produce good fruit in us, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we choose to change our minds. We choose to change our minds. We choose to change our minds. Hallelujah. We choose to change our minds in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, God, too long we've believed the lie. Hallelujah of our enemy in the name of Jesus. We've believed him and empowered him because when we believe a lie, we empower the liar. God, help us, Father, to see how you see. Help us, Father, to see that you only have good for us, that we are only victorious, hallelujah. Even if we win, hallelujah, with tears in our eyes, we are yet victorious in your name, hallelujah. And we stand flat foot right now, Father, with power and authority to bind and cast out every Goliath mindset that, that has 
and would challenge us. We are dead to a performance-based relationship in you. Our lives is not based on performance. Hallelujah. We release the sword of the Lord upon every situation and person that would hinder the walk that you put in us. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, you see and you know all things. Oh, God, keep us moving away from those old waste places to the abundance of freedom. Hallelujah. That we have in you, Father. We were born with it. You created freedom in us. Hallelujah. Through your word. Hallelujah. You've given us the blueprint of our life. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, Father, your word already teaches us how to live according to your word. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We give you praise for it, God. Thank you that we will be instruments of righteousness and not of unrighteousness. We will no longer be accusers of the brethren. That is the enemy's job. But we will be knitted together and prefer one another. Oh, God, it's all a part of our righteousness. The love that we shall carry for one another and that we shall give one another. God empowers us. It strengthens us the whole, your children, your kingdom children, we shall come together and stand up as just as those dry bones did in the valley, in the mighty name of Jesus. So God, we want to give you praise, honor, and glory. We will not forsake your word on this morning. We will not take it and run and do something different, but we will take your word and let it turn over in our souls. Let it germinate down on the inside. Let it go all all through our bloodstream, get down in our joints and marrow, get in our, hallelujah, down deep in our mind and uproot everything in our subconscious mind that is not like you. Father, we thank you for wisdom, righteousness, purification. We thank you for a mind, oh God, in the name of Jesus, to live for you and only for you and to not forsake your grace, hallelujah, in the mighty name of Jesus. We want to give you praise on this morning. So as we take our phones off of mute and come together, we want to praise you. We want to give you praise. Oh God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. 
we give you God, we bless you and we love you this morning, and you are uh, the great I am. Everything we need, God, you are, and we are grateful for another opportunity to get this thing called life right. Hallelujah. And so I welcome you back uh, to this side of the call to the Love, Life, and Victory call. Thank you for those that hung on in there and... um, just want to give you an opportunity, uh, Angela. Thank you for your obedience. Uh, thank God for hearers, um, but most importantly, I thank God for loving us enough to uh, correct us for those who He loves, He chastens. And so, I thank God for the Word of the Lord for the house this morning, and pray <clears throat> that for whoever that was intended for. Um, and and I heard when she said adulteries with an S on the end of it does not necessarily mean um, a physicality. It does not necessarily mean that you're having a relationship with someone's spouse in uh, in all covering. It sometimes means that there is something that you are in covenant with that outweighs the relationship that you have with Jesus. So I pray that you would govern yourself accordingly. Um, we don't, we don't have to know, um, but the word of God says this, and they overcome by the words of their testimony and the blood of the lamb. And I want to, uh, remind you that this is safe space. And so I thank God for, uh, having a place where you could be straight up honest, honey, because listen, when I was raggedy, I was raggedy. Um, unapologetically, and so as I uh, pursue righteousness, I'm going to pursue it in the same way that I did when I lived my life according to my own will and my own desires. And so I uh, I want to give you an opportunity this morning to say good morning. For those of you that just jumped on the line, is there anyone on the call that didn't get to say good morning? Good morning. Yeah, yeah. Yo, yo, Brother E, good morning. Glad you said good morning first. <laughs> Amen. Any, I heard somebody else. 
Good morning, Dion. This is Sonia. Hey, Sonia. Good morning, love. Good morning, family. This is Leisha. Hey, Leisha. Good morning. Good morning, Gloria. Hey, Gloria. And who else? Catherine. Hey, Catherine. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Barbara Adelota. God bless everyone. Hey, Barbara Adelota. Good morning, sis. Good morning, it's Barbara. Hey, Barb. Good morning. Good morning, it's Natasha. Hello, everyone. Hey, Tosh. Morning. Good morning, it's Yvette. Hey, Yvette. Good morning. Good morning, family. It's Dondria. Hey, Dondria. Hey, man. Anybody else? Good morning, it's Bernice. Hey, good morning, Bernice. Amen. Anybody else? Amen. Amen. Well, again, welcome, welcome, welcome. Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary? Statements, declarations, anything, child, anything. <laughs> hey, Dion, it's Gloria. Hey, thank Gloria. you for the word. Powerful. Woo, woo, woo. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Love you much. Amen. Amen. Blessings to you, sis, and thank you so much. It was good for me. I know that. Speaks to us first. Good morning, it's Krishanda. I enjoy your declaration. Hey, hey, I'm full, so um, I enjoyed your declaration. (laughs) Um, It blessed me this morning. Amen. Amen, amen. Good morning, Dion. It's pretty Patrice. Hey, cutie pie. Hey, I don't know where Tim at, but I'm glad you was there this morning. (laughs) Amen. 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 I enjoyed myself this morning. Awesome sauce. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Anybody else? Hello. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. It's Mona. How you all like y'all? Hey, I just Mike. did a speedy Gonzalez on you. I was like, come on, girl, hurry up. I got something to say. Come on, come on. <laughs> y'all got to excuse me. Hold on. <laughs> that was so funny. I was like, come on, sister, come on. You oh, my God. That was so, you know, it's something. You know, I am big. Hold on. Give me two breaths. <laughs> All right, now, for real. But, oh, my God, I got so much out of this. I can't wait for you to do the exact the walkthrough, even though I can picture it. Of how to um how to do the thing, but when you said chase, I, you know what? When I was in um in treatment, I used to always get grouchy about wanting to go on to um like to class or to the um to stuff. I used to be like I don't feel like it today. And my my counselor used to always she used to look at me and say, "Come on now, get up, chase chase your recovery like you um chase them drugs, like how you mm-hmm. used to be out there running them streets, chase your recovery, get up." Mm-hmm. Everybody used to be like, yeah, you know, you know, it motivated me to get up, like, cause I want this, cause I wanted the recovery. I wanted, you know, I knew I had, I just want, you know, had to get up and go get 
the treatment and go get the the class. I just was getting so bored with it. You know, sometimes you just think you got it. Like I've been sitting this damn thing, for like I was giving this darn thing for like it been like nine months. You know, like come on now. She looked at me like this. You you ain't got it. You don't got it. You know what I mean? You ain't got it. You think you you okay if you leave here right now? You ain't gonna do no drugs. I said, I oh, know, I'm not sure about that. She was like, well, then, chase your recovery, Mona. She was like, just how you chase them drugs. And ever since then, I always had that motto about it. Like, no, uh-uh, I got to chase it just like I chased them drugs. You know what I mean? And I'm going to chase Jesus, you know, because I thought about it like, wow. It was so much you were saying to me, like, even about um, one thing God has been doing with me, sister, is the thing about my body to value my body, you know what I mean? And he valued my body. And why just as you was talking today, he was like, I heard a whisper in my ear say, Mona, I'll um, come out like relationship-wise. I've been waiting for you for the longest. Like, I've been waiting on you. I love you. Like, I've literally just been waiting, just loving on you and still waiting on you, being there. Oh, it just really just clung to me like, wow. Because I, I, the way I seek relationship was a personal thing, you guys. Forgive me, because that's what he's working on me on, to let that go. To let that go. Why is you holding it hostage when you know, when you posted that? I was like, stop. Why do you keep doing this to me? <laughs> but you said, stop holding these relationship hostage. Because that's what I've been doing. It was just everything you were saying today. I, I, it was just a blessing. Even just the fact of, you know, when you go out and you pray with people, I just want to make sure, you know, you, you would say, you can't do that. I was like, oh, look at you, brother. See, stop trying to do it. You can't do that. Holy Spirit is. Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, just seek the Holy Spirit. Stop that I You know, it was just so much I got out of it. But I love you so much, and... This was just a good morning. I, it was just such a good morning. Amen. Thank you, sister. Amen. God be praised. God be praised. Keep going, sis. That's all I can tell you. Just don't quit. Whatever you do, just don't quit. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning, sis. Good morning, bro. Listen, um, you 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 brought out so 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 many things. Um, it's a wonderful declaration, and and I'm excited to what you're about to say because I it is I think it's important for all of us to know uh how to bring someone to Christ because that's you know that's our basic job description you know that's what was given to us you know to go and and make disciples. And so as you was talking, you know, you brought out so many things. I remember the first time uh, I went out to to, uh, to talk to girls. And, you know, I remember when I first went out, I, I, I didn't really have no game. But I had this I had this friend of mine, Roosevelt Day, and he sat me down, and he began to kind of teach me how to talk to, to a girl. And this, I guess this was probably like eighth grade. And he said something to me I'll never forget, and it kind of coincided to what my grandfather always said. He said, man don't have to choose a woman. This is my grandfather. He said, a woman chooses a man. What my friend Roosevelt says is that, listen, regardless of what you do, what you, uh, how you mess up, when you talk to a girl, you have to already think that you're the chosen one. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? 
that you already chosen. So what you're just trying to do is just trying to find out what she likes and what and what to and what to do is to please her. And as you begin to talk and and to get and 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 to uh, and to be understanding that how to enter into conversation, how to enter a relationship with the girl, it's going to become easier. But you always have to go out there with the confidence that regardless that you're good, that you're fine. You know what I'm saying? And that, you know, you have something to bring to the table that you're valuable, that you already chose her. So when you see the girl already, you have to operate like you're already in relationship to her. And and, and when you were doing your declarations, you know, I, I felt that. You know what I'm saying? You know, when we are trying to bring somebody to Christ, and we're talking about our own relationship with Christ, and that's, mm-hmm. for me, the easiest way to bring somebody to Christ is to tell my own story like you told your own story, you know. And for years, growing up in the Pentecostal tour, it, it was always what you had to do and, you know, uh, what you had to say, what you had to wear. And I'm not going to redo your testimony just to say that, you know, it was similar. But I'm at a point right now where I know that, you know, I have a father who loves me. Yeah. And as a father uh, who has a daughter, you know what I'm saying? I knew my daughter was, you know, as she was growing up, she was going to, she's going to make mistakes. She's going to fall. You know what I'm saying? But the joy in the seeing my daughter walk, or uh, when she was, mm-hmm. um, when I brought her home from the, um, from the hospital, you know, I knew my daughter didn't know how to go to the bathroom. It wasn't, and it wasn't like I was going to put her in the house and say, hey. You know, Latrice, here you go. I'm going to leave you to yourself. Hey, you need anything to eat? You know, there's food down here in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? If you need to change yourself, there's pampers. And, no. You know right. What I'm I knew that at the, at the, you know what I'm saying? I knew that at the mm-hmm. stage of my daughter was that she was going to soil herself because that's where the stage she was. But that did not stop her from being my daughter. It didn't stop mm-hmm. me from loving her. And being there mm-hmm. for her. And that's what my relationship with God. God knows, you know what I'm saying, because I'm human. God knows that mm-hmm. I'm going to make mistakes, but it does not remove myself from my relationship with my father. And and when I came into the knowledge of that, it freed me. And just like, you know, I had Roosevelt to help me how to speak to women, there have been people in my life that that have allowed me and helped me. And, and I have that within me every day, like you said, the Holy Spirit that will allow me and that will help me and that will make me uncomfortable and that will convict mm-hmm. me of some things. But even if mm-hmm. I choose, even if I choose not to, that does not relieve me from the relationship of, of, of my father. And so that's mm-hmm. one of the things that I, I have to uh, focus on every day. And that's one of the things that I try to, if I talk to somebody, uh, I try to let them know you know, that you can have the same relationship, you know, you can have the same yeah. peace. And that's all I'm going to say. But God bless you. Love you. Wonderful decoration. Love you too, bro. Yeah, love you too. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Come on, honey. I, I, she can't change her own diaper. <laughs> that would be retarded. <laughs> hey, man, I heard somebody else about to jump in. Go ahead. Yes. It's me, Angela. Good morning, everyone. Hey, Ange, you prayer machine. <laughs> <laughs> Bless the Lord. I um, I just wanted to bring out something. You know how when some, you know how when um, a word comes forth, and 
God, a part of a word hits you and he gives you a revelation of it. Mm-hmm. One of the main parts of the revelation he gave me today was when you were talking about you was with dude and he was trying to take your boot off. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see him as just some dude, but I saw him as the enemy, how the enemy mm-hmm. does. How, yeah. you know, we dance with him, we intertwine, we accept the calls, the texts. We accept the invitations and, no, it'll be okay. It'll be cool. You know, you get closer mm-hmm. and closer. And the way that you explained that you ran off, you know, although the de- the devil does flee from up, but we are to remove ourselves from situations that, you know, we, we better that. And that just stood out to me so much just in a way that that is exactly how the devil does us and how we mm-hmm. can let in. It's one boot at a time. It's your boot, then it's your pants, then it's your, you know, your your wig. I don't know. Right. Every, you know, <laughs> then it's, then it gets to your heart, and it's a wrap. Right. Right. Truly appreciate Listen. you. Love Amen. I love you right back, Toots. Amen. God be praised. It's, it's um, the flyest thing on the planet. Is when it's like it's like the Lord hits a light switch, and listen, you just come out of darkness. Period. Dot dot. You come out of that dark place. You come um, out of that place of agreement, and then you are empowered to renounce some things. I come out of agreement of low self worth. I come out of agreement of uh, performance based relationship with Jesus. And you start understanding that his love is more than enough and his grace constituted it, right? And at the end of the day, the only thing that we have to do is believe. Amen. And so uh, I promised that I would give you guys some tools. And uh, I remember being in a situation where somebody wanted to accept Jesus. This was probably about 15 years ago. And I didn't, I didn't really know what to do. Or how to do it, Um, even though, you know, again, we sit up in church Sunday after Sunday, child. But the truth is that we only retain pieces and parts of it because until you get to a place where your desperation for Jesus outweighs your obligation to culture and process, you just kind of be there. That's all. (laughs) You you just kind of be there. You're not present. But you are you are uh, in the location, and so we got to come out of a place of complacency and come out of the location and actually be in present in the moment, um, because it's the moments that make the difference. And so, I wanted to make you aware of the sinner's prayer and where to locate it. You can write it down, um, you can memorize it, you can do whatever it is that you want to do, but. Um, you ought to know where to go in the word of God if, in fact, you encounter someone who sees your light in such a way that they ask, what is it that you have? Um, and then you can give them um, the same uh, gift that you've been given by simply making a confession with their mouth. And so uh, the sinner's prayer is, is really just kind of like a Christian term for a prayer that is said when someone wants to repent of their sin, when they want to come out of death 
and walk into life. You ask God for forgiveness. You state out of your mouth what you believe, right? And so then you say, um, you then begin to profess the truth of God's word, which is Romans, the 10th chapter, the 9th and the 10th verses, right? So the word of God says, if you declare or confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess or profess your faith and are saved. It is that simple, right? It is that easy, right? It's not the prayer that changes your life, right? It is the confession and the belief that actually changes everyone's life, right? So I, I want to give you just like a, a quick example. Um, so so say you walk someone through the sinner's prayer, and we've been in church services where they say, um, everybody repeat after me, Lord Jesus, I know that I've, I've kept myself away from you for the majority of my life, right? I know that I'm a sinner and I can't save myself. I'll make a decision today to close the door when I uh, make a decision today to stop closing the door when I hear you knocking at it. And today I open up my heart and I gratefully receive the gift of salvation, right? I'm ready to trust you as my Lord and Savior, and I thank you, Lord Jesus, for coming into my heart for coming onto this earth and living life out loud so that I would have the proper example. I believe that you are the son of God. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins and rose from the dead on the third day. Thank you for bearing my sins and for giving me the gift of eternal life. I believe that your words are true. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, and be my savior. Amen. Not complicated, not long and drawn out, not super idiosaya, uh, but just a basic prayer of confession, um, renouncing, and believing God, and walking somebody into the truth of God's word. Now, listen, you don't have to sit idly by waiting for something magical to happen because it may not, right? Then you instruct them to go to a local body that has sound doctrine, and you you teach them or you share with them that all they have to do is pray and ask God for the leading of the Holy Spirit because now that they are um, ushered into the body of Christ, they have access to everything you have access to. How about that? Right? That's, That's like the farmer and paying the wages. So you mean to tell me I've been doing this thing for 25 years, and now here this joker come, and if you come back today, he'll get the same reward as me? Yup. (laughs) Exactly. Amen. Amen. I hope that helps somebody. And, again, that's Romans 10, 9 and 10. Romans 10, 9 and 10. And if you you smart, you will highlight it. 
So when you open your Bible during your opportunity to disciple somebody, and I guarantee you it's going to come, or the Holy Spirit would not have had me teach it this morning, um, so you're not feeling inadequate or inept if you have the ability to walk somebody out of death, hell, and the grave into life and life eternal based upon what the Word of God says for their lives. Amen? Amen. Anybody else have anything this morning? Good morning, uh, woman of God. How are you, Pastor Dion? Good morning. Wow. (laughs) I am so, I, you know, I just love this line. I'm like uh, Dee Dee now. I I can't do without it. I, you know, uh, I sit and I'm quiet. I'm listening because I'm, I'm just soaking it in, soaking it in, soaking it in. But on this morning, um, it reminded me of uh, when you were talking about your boot. I'm always, um, you know, I love your analogy. I love your stories because they're real. They're real life. And I was uh, thought about um, a situation myself had gotten into. You know how, you know, we think we're strong, especially when you're uh, women. Oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. When you're women of God, hallelujah, you're just, ooh, you just be so girded up. Oh, hallelujah. You got your girdle on and all this other stuff, you know. You didn't win in. You're just deep. You know, and then you get into the presence of this handsome, handsome uh, person, and man, all of a sudden things just start. You all of and mentally, you've lost your shoe. You've lost your. Uh, you know, you lost. You because in your mind, your you know your body has connected. But I thought about a, a, a scripture of uh, of a man named Joseph. Mm. Oh my God! How he was that joker took off running. Job. Hey. Baby, he Listen. left his coat. You talking Everything. about your boots. Girl, I, girl, when I thought about that, <laughs> that Dion is something, baby. Baby, I, I, love I was running for my life. I was running for my life. What the old folks say, I got a charge to keep my hat and a God to glorify. <laughs> yes, I mean, hey, on. glory. See, I'm, one, I'm from the old school. I, I, I'm not playing around here. I don't have time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I try not to get into no situation that I think. Because, mm-hmm. see, I'm not, I'm still weak. I'm Listen. still weak. And and yet I've been in the, the way for some time. That doesn't mean it matter because time is nothing. <laughs> it's nothing when you come into a place of weakness in your life and you're still being dealt with. And I'm still being challenged, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Pastor Dion, daily. I mean, there's all kind of situations, but I just had to say something just to let you know. And, yes, when we go in and we go into, um, you know, uh, a person that is, um, you know, we know that we knock on the doors. We literally knock on the doors. We evangelize on Saturdays and sometimes uh, when we, as we get a chance, but knocking on a person's door. If a person opens the door, just remember we don't have to go to the full lala, but no, just no, take your time. Take your time. If your foot gets through the door, because many people are not opening their doors no more. They, and they, so your opportunity is as it comes. And I'm so grateful this morning to know God. I thank him for every day, uh, Dion, that I accepted mm-hmm. Romans, the 10th chapter. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. I go eight, nine, mm-hmm. and ten. And then mm-hmm. I always mm-hmm. go through the sinner's prayer. And I thank mm-hmm. you for reminding us because we've been bought with a price, thanks to God. And it's our responsibility to do the work. It's hard. Like I said, if you need somebody in a, a accountable accountability partner, you just get you an accountability partner. Okay, I made it home, Dion. I'm I'm here mm-hmm. in my bed. Okay, mm-hmm. I went out on the date. I came back safe. So I just thank you for reminding me. Get an accountability partner, though, thanks to God. Yes. And thank you, uh, Lady Sabrina, for reminding us this morning that if you are walking in error, uh, in sin, or if you or if you still fornicate, now if you live with your lover, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay, mm-hmm. but get to the place where you're strong enough to be able to ask God. Because I realize we're in a critical period where it's time people are living together because they need to be able to survive. And your roommate just so mm-hmm. happened to be your, you know, your boyfriend so, or your girlfriend mm-hmm. or however you want to go. With. But I'm just saying to you, everything comes in time. Mm-hmm. Just take mm-hmm. your time. And I thank you all this morning. God bless you, woman of God. Keep doing what you're doing. Fill in, girl. Fill in. Amen. I love you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I love you, too. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? And just, just uh, that was Angela. That wasn't, that wasn't Bree Bree. Hey, Dion. Hey, good morning. This is JC. Hey, JC. Hey, awesome declaration. I couldn't get dressed from trying to listen to you. I'm like, okay, (laughs) on point. So that's Amen. all I wanted to say. Awesome declaration. Thank <laughs> you so much. You have a good one. You too. Love you. Love you back. Amen. Look, we ain't heard JC voice in a minute. <laughs> Amen. Anybody else? I know I'll be in the background here. I know it. You know I know you'll be in the cut. Oh, I didn't know you heard me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I better Memphis. <laughs> I'm glad you ain't cussed me out. <laughs> you were just talking about that stuff. <laughs> oh my hey, God. Man. All right. Have a good one. Hey, man. Anybody else? Good morning. Hey, good morning. Um, This is Ruth. Um, great declaration, and thank you for the prayer. The the the, the, the prayer. Um, for me, back in two thousand nine, I prayed and I asked God to deliver me. Um, and I had to apologize for a lot of stuff I was doing back then and had done. And the things that I'm doing today, I couldn't have done back then because I was so ashamed from all the sin and things that I had done and um, and what I was known for. And um, you never know what God has planned for you because, again, I could not have stood before however many viewers watched us on TV last week. And 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 not have been shamed 
saw the things that I had done. So I just want to thank God for listening to my prayers and bringing people into my life because I prayed this year, 2000, beginning of this year, January 2019, and asked God to please um, allow me to build healthy relationships, you know, and um, it's almost like every person that I've met um, is we're building relationships and friendships and um and it's not based on anything and there's no arterial motive. So I'm grateful for that. But um I prayed, I didn't pray that sentence prayer, but I prayed in two thousand nine and asked God to forgive me and to please deliver me. And he did. And and um sometimes from between oh nine and, and now I kind of want to fall back into some of those ways and do some things. And you reminded me, mm-mm, Ruth. And so I'm grateful that, um, you know, that God has allowed me to be who I am today and I don't have to hide anymore and be shamed anymore. Because, again, you don't know what his plan is for your life. And he would put you before millions of people where you don't have to be shamed anymore. I thank God, I thank God that I'm not shamed anymore. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now that's that's something to be glad about because listen, guilt and shame will keep you in a place um, that won't allow you to walk in the liberty wherewith you are saved and that's that's what continual sin will do. Continual sin will keep you <clears throat> in places of shame and embarrassment as opposed to um, just walking around free, and you can. All you got to do is confess. Somebody put your phone on mute, please. Confess with your mouth. Believe with your heart that you are saved. Listen, and then start learning of God. And then when you start learning of God, it's, it's, it's impossible um, to be stuck. You, you can't be stuck when you start the, the word of God. Listen, that is the correction. That's, that's about as deep as the whooping goes. The, the conviction comes and begins to cultivate your ground and change your heart and change your mind about how you feel about being in relationship with God. So listen, this is not to discourage or frustrate anyone, but it's really to walk you into the truth of the knowledge of who Jesus Christ is and, the, and know that he said, lo, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you until the ends of the earth. So I'm, I'm just excited um, for each and every one of us that we are starting to walk in, um, in and through the things of God. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? And if not, um, you know I won't hold you. Amen. So again, this morning I pray, um, I pray that you are empowered and encouraged to um, move in the things of God and to start to trust what's in you, um, start to build what's on the inside of you um, to take you to the next level, um, to take you to the next place, to move you into the truth of the word of God. It is 
uh, your portion, that, that you would know him in the pardon of your sins and that you would be uh, to trust him in and through all things. Amen. Amen. Anybody else before we go? Amen. Well, I pray that you would go and you would grow in love, that you would be the Jesus that somebody needs to see, um, and that you would start to uh, rest assured that, listen, God got your back, and his grace already paved it. It already paved the way for you to be free and free indeed. Don't be afraid to live your best life right now. It's cool for you. <laughs> That's it. It's, it's cool for you. So with that said, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up, get my day started. Um, love you guys to life. Go and grow in love. Meet me back here tomorrow. There's still yet another word from the Lord. Amen. Amen. Have a good day, everyone. Amen. Love you. Amen. Have a good day. Amen. 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 Amen.